And good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play by play coming to you live here on this Thursday. Casey Justclair here. We've got a fun show coming your way. We cannot wait to spend the next 90 minutes or so with you. It's going to be a little bit light on high school talk today. I'm not going to lie to you. A little bit light because there were really no baseball nor softball games in our area yesterday to, to talk about nor recap. Everybody pretty much had the day off. Um, so it allows us to open up the umbrella and talk a little bit more national, regional type stuff, which is okay because today's the first day of the NCAA tournament. March Madness begins today. I'm super excited. Hope everybody else is super excited. There's college basketball on TV all day long. There are going to be some great games all day long in a tournament that I think is absolutely positively wide open. We've got one game that's ongoing right now. West Virginia has a 13-4 lead over Maryland in a 9-8 versus eight matchup in the South Regional. That game could be seen on CBS right now. But, 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 but don't go over to CBS. Stay here with us. We'll give you scoreboard updates from that game as it continues to wind on during the course of our show Virginia will be taking on Furman that one begins at 11:40 old just glare has a little cash on Virginia in that game hint hint nudge nudge um so we'll be following that then we've also got Utah State Missouri Howard and Kansas A&M Corpus Christi and Alabama and so on and so forth so um we've got a lot of college basketball that we'll be talking about in the next segment of the show, 1145, we'll have Butch Terrio with Homa Christian School. His baseball team is getting through non-district play. We'll have Butch on to talk about his team. At 1215, we'll have Stan Gravois on for our Terrebonne General Tuesday interview on a Thursday. We'll chat with Stan about everything happening in our region. And then at uh, noon, in between Butch and Stan, We'll talk some March Madness. We'll talk some Saints. Look, the Saints actually made a good signing yesterday. Uh, I, look. Here's the thing about me, man, <laughs> and you guys who listen regularly know this. I like to talk a lot of trash, right? But whenever I'm wrong about something or whatever it may be, I do take a lot of pride in being able to give credit where it's due. I think the Saints offseason until yesterday was kind of a mess. You know, yeah, you get car, but you're losing a lot of your defense. We talked about that. We did a whole segment on that yesterday. I think that the running back that they signed yesterday is actually a pretty good player, and at the price that they got him for is uh, a bargain. So uh, kudos to them. They made a good move yesterday. want to give them a little love, give them a shout-out yesterday for getting Jamal Williams. We'll talk about that later in the show. Um, we'll also talk some NBA. Um, my 76ers are getting hot, and I'm starting to think that my 76ers might be the best team in the Eastern Conference. They get a dominant win over the Cleveland Cavaliers yesterday. We'll talk about that. Talk about Steph Curry running wild and a loss. What's going on with the Golden State Warriors? They're having some issues. All that and more a little bit later on in the show. Um, let's do this. We don't have any high school baseball or softball to recap, but I can go to the power ratings numbers because the last time that we checked these numbers, um, there have been a lot of things that have changed since then. Division one non-select. These numbers have changed quite a bit. Remember, we used to have a bunch of teams up near the top. Now we don't. <laughs> South Terrebonne is the top local team sitting at number six with an 11-2 and two record. Uh, they are playing some good ball. They're currently number six. But you got to go all the way down to number 16 to find the next local team. And it's a team that, frankly, just a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago, weren't even listed. That's Thibodeau. Thibodeau's gotten hot. They're 10-5. and five. They're currently number 16 in the power rating, uh, ratings. And then near the bottom you got some local teams that are jockeying to try to struggle to get in. Remember, only 24 teams make the playoffs. 
South Lafouche is currently 21st. Central Lafouche is 22nd. Terrebonne's 23rd. Destrehan's 24th. HL Bourgeois 27th. And then you got East St. John near the bottom at 35th. It's going to be a struggle for South and Central and Terrebonne and Destrehan and Bourgeois. It's going to be a struggle for those teams to try to hold off the competition and find a way to get in. It's going to be a struggle. Um, Division 2 non-select, things are looking much more promising. You have Assumption, who's currently sitting at number 4. Well, by the way, before we, we forget about you know Division 2 non-select and start talking about local teams, we got a semi-local team that's number 1. Lutcher is number 1. They're 11 and 3. They're rolling, so they're number one. Assumption's number four with an 11 and 4 record. You got Ellender, who's number 11 with a 9 and 3 record. Morgan City's number 16 with a 10 and 5 record. So, we're in Division One non select. You got a lot of local teams where it looks like it's going to be a big time uphill climb. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's not the case in Division Two non select. I think that every one of the teams that I just listed, Lutcher, Assumption, Ellender, and Morgan City, I think they're all going to be in. And I don't really even think that it's going to be that much of an issue nor a challenge for them to get in. I just look at that bracket and look at the teams chasing them. Don't think they're going to be able to get enough wins. <clears throat> I think all of those teams are going to be comfortably in. Division two select. E.D. White has been surpassed. They were sitting as the number one team in the state in that classification for a while. They have been surpassed by Turlings Catholic, who's currently sitting at number one. But E.D. White's number two. They're nine and five overall. They're playing at a high level. And they're doing some good things. Vanderbilt has made a surge. Vanderbilt was playing 500 baseball for a lot of the year. They have made a surge. They're now all the way up to number five in Division II Select with a 9-7 and seven record. <clears throat> they're playing some really good baseball. And they're starting to find their peak and find their stride. Division Three Select, home of Christian School, sitting at number 19. The Christian Warriors are just 4-8. and eight. But when you're 4-8 and eight and you have a schedule that has put you against Central Lafouche, Morgan City, Southside, Terrebonne, like teams that already have double-digit wins, then guess what? You get a ton of points whether you win or not, and that gives them an opportunity to be in postseason position despite the 4-8 and record. I'll tell you something, Homer Christian's going to start getting into district. They're going to start playing teams that are also 2A schools because the back end of their schedule is much more manageable than the front end of their schedule was. And that team's going to start winning some games. I'm telling you now, that team's going to start winning some games. Don't judge them by the record now. Judge them by the record when we get closer to the end of the year. <clears throat> Division 4 select. CCA's in a good spot. They're sitting at number 11 with a 7-7 seven and seven record. Here's the thing, bro. Division 4 select is loaded. Like, this isn't a situation like <clears throat> football where you would say that like a good division or a good 1A school would struggle against a 5A school because of numbers or whatever it may be. Baseball, you got nine dudes, bro. You got nine dudes. So it's much easier for a single-A school to field the type of team that could compete with a 4A or a 5A team. This uh, this club here, like a Wachita Christian Ascension, Christian Ascension Catholic, those types of teams, those teams are loaded, man. Those teams are playing at an exceptionally high level. And they're doing great work. And they've all got good teams. CCA is currently sitting at number 11. And it's going to be really tough in that bracket. Central Catholic currently at number 14. Uh, St. Edmund, who South Lafouche played earlier in the weekend, they are number 19. they got some good teams out in that classification. And some good teams that are going to be competing for postseason positioning and trying to figure out ways to get in. Let's catch a break when we get back. 
Butch Terry of Homa Christian School will be joining us. It's play-by-play on KLEB. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. I'm Dean Sabah, candidate for Great Lafourche Port Commission CD. A lifelong resident of the 10th Ward, retired from the Lafourche Parish Sheriff's Office in 2021 with 37 years of law enforcement. My first goal is to increase the depth of Bell Pass Channel. This will diversify the port, creating jobs and good-paying salaries for all people in our community. Growing opportunities will provide a better quality of life for our residents. Please vote for me on March 25th, paid for by the Dean Sabwa Campaign Fund. Following a natural disaster, it is imperative that insurance companies respond quickly for our communities to begin to rebuild. Louisiana law requires prompt adjustment of claims as well as payment following a storm. If your insurance company failed to pay your claim within 30 days following inspection of your property, please call us at AMO Trial Lawyers, 985-446-3333. That's 985-446-3333. You may have an additional claim for recovery. AMO Trowlers. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette, plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply, 985-223-8807, Highway 311 in Homa. Hi. My name is Reggie Leday. I am running for the Greater Lafourche Port Commission, CE. I'm number one on the ballot with 31 years of experience in the oil and gas industry, from the drilling rigs in the Gulf of Mexico to managing one of the largest shore bases in Port Fouchon. I am a proven leader and focused on our future. I humbly ask you, my constituents of the 10th Ward, for your vote on March 25th with early voting beginning March 11th through the 18th, paid for by the Reggie Leday Campaign Fund. Here's Pastor Rick with a special message. Hi everybody, this is Pastor Rick Warren. Would you like to live an extraordinary life? One where you make a lasting contribution that serves God and blesses others? A life where you use all your skills and abilities and talents to pursue your dreams? Well, guess what? God wants you to live that life. In fact, he created you to live a life of significance as you pursue the dream he's placed in your heart. That's why I've written a new book called Created a Dream, the six phases God uses to grow your faith. It explains the process that God uses to deepen your faith as he moves you step by step closer to your dream. You can go to pastorrick.com dream and you can get the first chapter there. Thank you so much, I love you. Hi, my name is Reggie Leday. I am running for the Greater Lafourche Port Commission, CE. I'm number one on the ballot with 31 years of experience in the oil and gas industry, from the drilling rigs in the Gulf of Mexico to managing one of the largest shore bases in Port Fouchon. I am a proven leader and focused on our future. I humbly ask you, my constituents of the 10th Ward, for your vote on March 25th with early voting beginning March 11th through the 18th, paid for by the Reggie Leday Campaign Fund. Chevrolet Suburban, Tahoe, Traverse, Blazer, Equinox, Trailblazer, Trax. Looking for the room to haul your passengers and cargo area to fit your needs? Golden Motors has your SUV waiting for you. 
Come on in and check them out. Special APR as low as 2.9% for 60 months on 2023 Chevy Equinox. Hurry before it's gone. Chevy, find new roads. Golden Motors, 15101, Highway 3235, and Cutoff on the back road. 325-1000, price is priority. 2.9% APR with approval through GM Financial. See dealer for details. The other day, someone said they saw a roach the size of a nutria down around Cutoff. I don't know about that, but nasty pests like roaches, termites, ants, and spiders are running wild up and down the bayou. If you got bug problems, call the local experts at Terminex, and those bayou boys will be there in a jiffy to protect your home or business. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here to get rid of bugs any size. So call those bayou boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. Rev is creating the next evolution in communication, a network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. The next level in communications. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. Welcome to Rev. Learn more at letsrev.com. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey just clear here. We're going to go to the phone lines for the first time today. We're going to go talk some baseball over at home, a Christian school with Coach Butch Terrio, who's on the line now. Coach Butch, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, man. I'm doing good, man. Nice, beautiful day sitting out here at Warrior Softball Diamond, getting ready for our first game, first ever game being played on. Tell us about that. I saw a little bit about that on social media today. You guys are about ready to be playing at your own home park, and boy, it's a team that is just rolling. Man, I know that that's got to be super exciting for everybody involved, man. That's a big deal. Uh, everybody's excited about the, the, the new field. It feels beautiful. Coach Christie, Coach Chuck, everybody, Coach Bill, everybody involved did a wonderful job in, in the whole complex, and the team, just they just backing up, playing as hard as they can, and man, they just putting on shows every day and night. So. Let's talk about your club. You guys are sitting at four and eight, but as I mentioned in the first segment of the show, you guys haven't been picking on people your own size. You've been playing some four A and some five A competition, and have been you know taking some tough results as a result of it. But you beat a good Riverdale team, eleven to six, your last time out. Maybe trying to find some momentum before this three game series with Hanson coming up. Oh man, we we definitely got some momentum, much needed. We lost five in a row, but like you said, man, we we losing the five A four A schools by one two runs, lose them in the last inning. Our pitch has been good all year. Uh, like I said, man, we, every week I come on, I tell you, just the, the age of our team really shows and our maturity level of being baseball players. Uh, but, man, we grow on every single day. And, we, you know, hopefully the, 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 this crop of four and five A schools are, are behind us. But, you know, as far as I look down the schedule, I still see South Terrebonne and South LaFouche sitting at the bottom of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Right. Um but I, I think that's going to help you later on in the year, man. Like you guys are going to have been battle tested, and when you start playing those, you know, double A schools, I think it's going to be an advantage to you because you're going to be able to say, "Hey, you know what? You know, we have already seen this when we played Terrebonne, or we already saw this when we played Southside or South Lafouche or Central, whoever it may be. You guys are getting yourselves ready for what's ahead." Oh, absolutely, man! Like. We're excited, man. If we could just get into that big dance, I think we could make some noise. Uh, like you said, playing teams our own size, our own classification, I think we'll have a lot more success doing that. We've been pitching extremely well all year. So getting us in a three-game set against, you know, teams our own size, uh, 
you know, I, I think we could have success, but, man, we just got to get in that tournament first. The last time that you and I spoke, you told me, you said, man, we're not swinging it, and we're struggling on offense, and it's been a grind. And, look, Coach, really since that time, you guys have continued to struggle a little bit on offense. But in your last game, you did score 11 runs. So was that a situation yeah, where maybe finding it a little bit? I hope so. You know, they said hitting's contagious, man, and we got into that about the fifth or sixth inning, and, boy, the bats just got kind of hot. Uh, we, we we worked on a couple things at practice. You know, it, it's kind of late in the season to just change everything around. We got some growing pains we really got to fight through. But, I mean, the, the hits that we're getting on the location that we're hitting them to, you can see that they're really working hard on listening to what they're supposed to do. And, you know, as going forward, I'll tell you, from day one to day, day 30, it's going to be a totally different concept. Three gamer coming up with Hanson Memorial. They're five and eight. That's a big opportunity to earn you some twenty-five point wins, man. What do you know about Hanson? Absolutely. What are some things you guys got to do well? I think I think we got to continue pitching well. We got to get some timely hits when guys get on second base. You no, know, uh, we a much better team. Uh, we we love to like like we talked earlier in the year about fast break baseball. Get guys on base, bunt them over, steal them over, all kind of stuff that we could put pressure on the defense. Once we get on that, we could do that and get our dugout and get our fans involved. And I think, man, I think this weekend could really prove to see, man, you know, where we at. Josh Smith came on the radio with us earlier in the week, and, of course, he's the coach over at HF Bourgeois. And he told me, he said, man, because he's kind of in the same boat as you. He feels like he's pitching it well. He feels like the offense has been a little inconsistent. And he was saying, man, like, it's just so much pressure on the kids because they know, hey, if we don't take advantage of this scoring opportunity, there might not be another one for another two or three innings. And he said that he felt like, the kids were pressing because they knew, hey, we're struggling. We've got to. And the way he explained it is they're trying to get out of three weeks worth of a slump in one at bat. And he said that's not the way to approach it. Are you guys kind of feeling that same pressure a little oh, bit? Uh, man, he couldn't have said any better. It's exactly what we were trying to do. Like you see, we get guy at first. You know, we got to try the best that we can to get in the third as fast as we can to the fact that we could get one hit. Getting two or three hits in an inning, it, it ain't been happening for us all year round. So, you know, we're trying to find ways to do that. But, you know, like you said, I kind of slowed that down a little bit on our offensive side. And I said, hey, guys, just go out there and play. I'll take, the, I'll take some guys off. Let's just go base to base and see what we can do from there where you don't feel that pressure where i got to get him in and let's just play the game of baseball. Tell us about your district because you got a unique district. You only play three district games. you got South Plaquemine, you got Fisher, you got Thomas Jefferson. Uh, tell us about that, man. Like, do you guys get – run me through this. Do you guys get an automatic berth for potentially winning it? Do you get a PowerPoint? Like, talk us through that. No, actually, I'm kind of excited about the way it is this year, just for the fact the boat that we in. You know, it gives us a chance to go and play these big schools at the beginning of the year, um, because you no, know, no, we do get an automatic bid in our district, and in select, we we only taking 20 teams to the playoffs, and one through 12 get a buy. So you come out 20, you playing 13, man, that's not a bad draw, in my opinion. But you know, but. You know, like I said, to get in, we we got to win our district. If we are, if we if we don't win our district, like always, you don't deserve to get in. I I think we we are the the team of the district. You know, our record doesn't show it, but I really believe that that we could go and win this district. I didn't realize that. So I'm I'm over here thinking that 24 gets in all the way across the board. In select brackets, only 20 teams get in. Only 20. Yep, only 20 teams in, in the 20 team brackets, one through 12. Oh man. That- that just doesn't feel like a lot. Like, that doesn't feel like enough, man. Like, especially last year when you get a South Terrebonne team who was the 15th seed who won the damn state championship. Like, I feel, I don't know. That just doesn't feel like enough to me. But well, we could have a whole different conversation on that we're discussing <laughs> right now. 
and one day probably in July we could have this talk. You know, I'll probably be looking forward to it after we go to our meetings in uh in June because a lot of things that, that you're talking about, <coughs> we're talking about got tabled to this June meeting, you know, especially with the definition select, non select, playoff, non playoff. So I mean a lot of that might change. Who who no telling where we're gonna be come July. You, you know what what scares me about meetings is that next year we might have eight teams in the playoffs. <laughs> hey, who knows? I'll mean, I, I probably get fired, so I ain't going to say nothing. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I understand totally, man. Uh, you, we talked about the Hanson series. We talked about your offense and trying to come around, your pitch and trying to come around. How important is it to start getting some confidence, man? Because you guys are 4-8, and eight, and, and I know that you said that you think you're better than that. But the kids are still going to say, hey, man, like we're four and eight. Like at some point, you got to start winning some games, start building that confidence, right? I had that conversation Tuesday, man. You know, we, we talked about, hey, guys, you know, we, we could be this, we could be that. But you know what we are? We're four and eight. And you know, in baseball, baseball is a game of stats. If you're a 300 hitter, guess what you are? You're a 300 hitter. But if you're a four and eight team, you're a four and eight team. You could talk about this and that and that. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're only as good as your record is, you're only as good as your last hit. So we got to get some momentum and, and, and get this thing rolling. Let's talk about the World Baseball Classic, my partner. Joe and I have been talking about that. Josh Smith and I were talking about this. It's been a lot of fun watching the baseball be played. I don't know if you've been following it much or not, but one was that? I watched a little bit. I watched that USA Columbia game last night. So I fell asleep. So I don't know who won. You know who won last night? The United States did win three to two, which which leads to another question. Did it make the tiebreaker? Yes, the United States has punched a ticket forward. And, and that's the next question I'm going to ask you, partner. You got a team with Mike Trout and Trey Turner and, and Mookie Betts. And how the hell are we only scoring three runs against Columbia who's throwing triple-A arms? Like Joe and I went on off, off on a soapbox. We were talking about we don't think the Americans are playing hard. We think the other countries are working harder than they are. Like, I feel like we're just out there loafing, man, and it's a little frustrating to see. Well, the first thing is that we talk about when we talk about the World Baseball Congress is we got professionals playing, and when you use that word professional – it comes with a monetary value of what's called money. And, you know, if we play it hard, we've got a chance of getting hurt. And if we don't get hurt, it costs us money. So it all balled out to that. You know, the game of pride has, has kind of gone out the window. And if you look at those other teams, and they just full of pride. You know, they, they, they worry about what's in the front of their jerseys. The Americans, I believe, that we need to do, we have to see what those three letters USA actually stands for in baseball. And when we do that, guys, there's no telling how bad we can be, guys. Now, look, I don't know if you saw this or not yesterday, but in the Puerto Rico game, the big closer for the Mets got hurt celebrating their win. They won and went to the next round. He got hurt. He blew out his knee. Ah, I don't know that we're going to see the pros in this thing for much longer if guys are getting injured. And I'm going to tell you one thing right now, Casey. If you get the pros out, it will be a much better, much better uh, game to watch. Guys with heart and determination. Yeah, no, it's hard to disagree with that, man. Last question before I let you go. LSU's rolling, bro. They start uh, they start oh, SEC man. play uh, this week. I don't think it's going to slow them down a whole lot. Instead of winning thirteen to nothing, they may win seven to two or eight to three. I think they're still going to stay rolling. LSU's got it going, man. Jay Johnson and his crew are, are playing some great baseball. I give you a tip. You know, uh, you know, uh, Gavin Dugas alumnus, uh, yep. home of Christian School, hitting four hole now. You know, he's been all over the order. And we, and we talked, the funny thing we talked about, I man, said, man, you got this weekend series against A&M. I, you got this weekend series. You're facing this guy. I said, uh, 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 who, who's, who's starting? He said, Coach, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he said, it don't matter who's on that mile. I said, well, who's playing left? He said, it don't matter. He says, we know that we could go out there. You, you take our lineup one through nine, and it is a powerhouse. 
we are on that field to hit, and that's what we're doing. You know what's crazy, man? And, and I was talking about this with my pop the other day. We were watching the game, and like he brought up the point. Well, you know, teams are going to just stop pitching to Dylan Cruz. He's batting five ten. And I, I said, okay, huh? well, yeah, you're going to go and face Tommy White instead, who's the best power hitter maybe in the country, or you know, Duga, who's swinging a great. Like, there's no easy. Like, you could walk him. Yeah, sure, that's great. He's going to probably steal second and get in scoring position, and then you're going to be facing one of the best players in the country next. Like, there's no way out. No, and, and then you're going to face a guy in, in the left fielder, uh, which is they used to play first base. Yeah, that, that doesn't Morgan. Morgan. So with the hit and run factor, with that guy going on, it's, that, that whole lineup. So when you have to move two guys from one to five because you lead off guys seeing too many curveballs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it makes you fun to coach that team. You know what I mean? You're like, man, he needs to hit the ball out. I got him in the leadoff spot. Now they throw them curveballs because they don't want to pitch the crews, you know, and stuff like that. So so they try to get these guys, you know, to, to get crews and white. Pitches to hit, you know, we're going to see a lot different style of pitching to these guys this weekend, you know. Funny thing, though, did you did you see the starting lineup for Mississippi State this weekend? I, I did not. Friday night and Saturday night starters the same guy? Oh, are, are they doing the is, – is is it the ambidextrous pitcher? Is, are they, is he doing yeah. right one day, left the next? Wow. Coach, if he, could, if he can master that, you know how much money that guy's going to make? Like, he, he'll be able to start 60 games. That's what I mean. He's going to break every record there is. It, you know, just the fact because of, of the, the, the visits, the pitches in the mound um, visits that he got. Like, we're going to be looking at a situation where, oh, yeah, he's got Tommy John, but but he's still scheduled to start tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got Tommy John on the right arm and left arm, but he's good. So he's back, he's back to 20 <laughs> Coach, Coach, thanks so much for the time, man. It was a blast. Take care of yourself, bro. Good luck this weekend. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Coach Butch Terrier with Homa Christian School. That's that's crazy, man. Mississippi State, I, I've been following that. They do have an ambidextrous right and left-handed pitcher. He's going to start Friday and Saturday. I don't know how that's going to work. Like, I, Here's the thing that I fear. I know that you're putting all the strain on the elbow when you're throwing with the right. <clears throat> but you're still using some of the left half of your body to push off and, like, I just feel like when he when he throws that one day, like the other part of the body is gonna still be a little sore than it. I don't know, man. I, I I'm not a pitching scientist. I don't know, but it's gonna be interesting to see how it shakes out. I do know this. Coldville, College Station, we coming for you, baby. LSU's coming tomorrow. They're going to be ready. LSU baseball, SEC. Future SEC champions rocking and rolling. They're going to take down Texas A&M, and it's going to be lovely to watch. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we'll talk about some of the NCAA tournament games that have already started. I'll give you my thoughts on a big signing the Saints made. We'll also talk about uh, maybe a little NBA mixed in there as well. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 3-and-2-stall restroom air-conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fouchon, Abbeville, Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. 
A deadly surge is plaguing our state. Domestic homicides. Louisiana now ranks fifth nationally in these deaths. According to the NCADV, the presence of a firearm in a domestic violence situation increases the risk of homicide by 500%. But Louisiana has laws to help keep these weapons out of the hands of domestic abusers. Learn about the firearm divestiture program by contacting your sheriff's office or visiting aggjefflandry.com. This PSA was supported by subgrant number 5336 awarded by the Louisiana Commission on Law Enforcement for the Stop Forming the Grant Program. Tune in weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. for the best gauge of music anywhere on this planet on the Hot Sauce Express. The Hot Sauce Express is brought to you in part by Lady of the Sea General Hospital, Golden Motors, and Reggie the Day Greater Lafourche Port Commission CE. Don't forget, that's the Hot Sauce Express. Weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. right here on the Rage and Cajun, KLEB 1600 a.m. and 102.7 FM. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985 868 0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. As a recipient of a prize from Coastal Broadcasting of LaRose Incorporated, also known as KLEB, 1600 AM, also known as the Rage and Cajun, you are responsible for applicable taxes and our licensing fees. We are not responsible if a prize is damaged or breaks, an event is canceled, or if a business closes. When mailing prizes, our station is not responsible for prizes that are damaged or lost. One winner per household for 30 days. Winner must have a picture ID and must pick up prizes within 30 days. You may also pick up most prizes at our studio office, 11603 Highway 308, LaRose. Thank you for listening. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Jiskler here. I want to thank Coach Butch Terrio for the time. That was a fun interview, man. I like chatting baseball with these guys. These guys know so much about the game, man. It's incredible. Uh, had some fun times talking with him about the World Baseball Classic. Had some fun times talking about LSU. And then, of course, uh, discussing his home of Christian team that's struggling to start record-wise. But I'm telling you, that team's about ready to make a run. I wouldn't be surprised if they won at least two, maybe three, over the weekend against Hanson Memorial. Let's talk some New Orleans Saints here um, because the Saints made a free agent signing. They fixed their running back position yesterday. Uh, well, I say fixed. I, I think they're going to still need one more. 
at the end of the day, given the Alvin Kamara situation. But they signed Jamal Williams, a running back for the Detroit Lions, and he will now be kind of the between the tackles, Mark Ingram back, um, as Mark Ingram is obviously no longer with the team. Jamal Williams has been kind of a goal line, short yardage guy throughout the course of his career. But last year with Detroit, he had a nice season. 262 carries, 1,066 yards, 17 touchdowns. Again, goal line back. He's a guy that you could put in at the one or two yard line and he'll score a bunch of touchdowns. Um, He's also not a great receiver, but he's an okay receiver. He had 12 catches for 73 yards last season. That's not his number one thing. He's a between the tackles guy. Um, A lot of Saints fans are jubilant. Like they see a thousand yards and they think, oh, like this is going to be great. You know, we just signed Adrian Peterson in his prime. Nah, slow down. He is more of a between the tackles, third and two, go get you a first down type of guy. He's, you know, you got to understand he got a thousand and sixty six yards, but there's an extra game there, right? So, you know, now you play 17 games. So he got a thousand yards on the number almost, but he had the extra game to get there. He is going to be more of a, um, Physical guy, whereas Kamara is going to be more of an outside, you know, make guys miss. But I think they're going to complement one another well. I think this is a good signing. I'm not trying to diminish the signing at all. I think this is a good move by New Orleans, especially given the price with which they got him. Uh, New Orleans signed Jamal Williams on a um, three-year, I think, twelve million dollar deal. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google that. And I'm gonna research that. But I think it was like just four or five million dollars. Yeah, three-year, twelve million dollar deal. That they got Jamal Williams on. So be a good move. You know, he's going to be able to add that consistent, hey, we're going to hand it to you on first down. You go get us two, three yards, stay ahead of the chains, you know, run the clock, protect our defense. And I think that's something that New Orleans is going to need because I think their defense is going to be losing some depth. And I think that their defense won't be as strong. So you got to protect those guys. And that's a good move and a good signing for New Orleans. Here's the thing with the Saints, man. And I, and I already kicked on these guys yesterday, so this is not going to be like a super negative Saints segment. You guys know how I feel. I think that they are fixing their offense and spiting their defense, and I think it's going to end up being a wash what they're doing. But as I mentioned yesterday, if they could cash in on their draft picks, everything that I'm saying goes out the window. If they hit on their first-round pick, which will be number 30 overall, and get an impact defensive end or an impact receiver or whatever it may be, whatever position they target – all of this changes. The way that they manage the salary cap um, is unique, and I don't agree with it, but if you draft very well, you could pull it off. You could pull it off. But how often do you hit on every single one of your picks? That's the challenge, and that's going to be the challenge that New Orleans is going to face in the draft whenever it comes back around. The Pelicans got a little bit of help yesterday because the Los Angeles Lakers lost to the Houston Rockets. Uh, The Pelicans are still outside of the top 10, but the Lakers losing means that they're closer to the number 10 spot and are actually tied in the loss column with the Lakers. New Orleans has a stretch of games coming up. They've got to win all three of them. Like it is what it is. You got the Rockets twice and then the Spurs. Every one of those teams, the Rockets and the Spurs, both of them are not trying actively to win games. The Spurs were winning against Dallas by double figures in the fourth quarter and basically said late, all right, y'all, y'all, it, it you know, this has been fun, but we don't want to win, so y'all go ahead and win this game. The Rockets game for New Orleans, or the two Rockets games for New Orleans kind of scare me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. The Rockets are in a situation where they've got a lot of talent. They've got a lot of athleticism. They've got some dudes who could run and could jump and who could, you know, like if you're not on your P's and Q's, who could play a little bit. 
The Rockets beat the Celtics a couple nights ago. They beat the Lakers last night. And while they may be in tank mode, they have found a way to go and mess around and get some wins lately. Kevin Porter, Jalen Green, Kenyon Martin, Jabari Smith, Alfred Singoon, like they've got some dudes who could scare the life out of you. Jay Sean Tate, Tari Eason. There's a reason why James Harden has been linked to going back to Houston in the offseason, and it's because of those young players that the Rockets have. They've got a lot of young guns there. They've drafted well. They're going to have another great pick this coming. Like salary caps, like the Rockets are a team that in the next year or so could really take off if they make the right moves and make the right decisions. But that's a must-win set of three games for New Orleans. You start going one and two in that stretch, just pack it up. You're, you're not making the postseason. Like, it is what it is at that point. Um, let's talk the NCAA tournament. We'll give you some score updates from around the country. Right now, Virginia is leading Furman 21-17 to in the middle stages of the first half, 635 to go in the opening half of that one. West Virginia is currently trailing Maryland 32-30 to at halftime in that one. The United States made it to the quarterfinals of the World Baseball Classic yesterday, punching a victory over Columbia and finding a way to get themselves into the next round. Um, I'm trying to think of a way to be nice whenever I say this, right? It's not... The World Baseball Classic as a whole has been very entertaining to watch. The game between Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic yesterday was excellent. And and by the way, my pick to win it all, the, the Dominican Republic, they're now out. So, so much for what I know. Um, but it's been painful watching the Americans, man. You're facing Colombia yesterday, a team that just doesn't have anybody. And you've got a lineup of Mookie Betts, Mike Trout, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, Pete Alonzo, Kyle Schwarber, Tim Anderson, Will Smith, and Trey Turner. And you can't score. Like, no one is taking the, we're going to lead off the inning with a base hit approach and then just like piece it together and hand the, the, you know, the baton over to the next guy approach. Everyone's taking the, well, I'm the cleanup hitter on my team approach, so I'm going to just try to hit a home run. And we're seeing pop-ups, we're seeing lazy fly balls, we're seeing soft contact, we're seeing not a lot of hits, and we're seeing not a lot of offense. There is no way that the United States should be struggling against Columbia. There's no way the United States should have struggled against Britain. The only game that the Americans played like the Americans should was the game against Canada where they walloped Canada because, frankly, they were pissed off that they lost to Mexico. So this is a team that's got the potential when they play with that fire. The problem is, so far through four games, they haven't played with that fire consistently. <laughs> they move on to the next round. Maybe things will get different. Maybe they won't. I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see how the Americans fare the rest of the way as we grind our gears and get a little bit deeper into the World Baseball Classic. Now, here's the thing that's going to be interesting to, to pay attention to. Yesterday, as the Dominican Republic was getting knocked out by Puerto Rico, um, the big closer for the Mets, Edwin Diaz, great pitcher, one of the best pitchers. He gets hurt. Got hurt celebrating. It was a wild and emotional game, great environment, 36,000 people in Miami watching, and it was like a playoff game. 
he got hurt celebrating, and it looked like, frankly, it looked like it was pretty bad. Like he couldn't put any weight on his knee at all. He had to get wheelchaired off the field. I like the event. I've been following the event pretty closely here on this show. Don't know how many more of these they're going to have with the professionals playing. If guys are going to be getting hurt and like going to be very curious to see the response. And look, it's baseball, dude. Guys blow out their arms routinely. Guys, you know, blow out their hammies routinely running. Like guys get hurt in baseball. There's a reason why there's an injured list because there's routinely three, four, five guys on your main roster who's on the injured list. Baseball is a sport where dudes get hurt. You're playing 162 games. Dudes are going to get hurt. And this Diaz injury was kind of a freak thing. But I just am curious to see what the response is going to be. And I get the feeling that more and more of the top guys, unfortunately, (coughs) are going to start to back away from this thing. And I think that that's a shame. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we're going to Stan Gravois. Stan and I will be chatting about everything going on in our local area. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. It's Ford Truck Month at Calvin Braxton Ford, now offering 60-month 0.9 APR on all 2022 F-150s with $2,000 off MSRP. Get a great deal on all 2022 Explorers with $2,000 off MSRP. The sporty 2022 Ford Edge has $4,000 off MSRP. So now's the time to buy. Test drive one today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 LA1 in Lockport. Big town inventory, small town prices. Offers good till April 3rd. State Bank and Trust Company has provided Cajun banking served just the way you like it for now 70 years. State Bank offers a wide variety of modern conveniences without having to sacrifice that personal touch that we all know and love. So stop by today and get a taste of Cajun banking and be met by a smiling, familiar face who loves our area as much as you do. That's State Bank and Trust Company, still standing strong after 70 years of loyal service to our community. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your State Farm agent has your back, too, through good times and the not-so-good. And who's got your agent's back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. I'm Dean Sabah, Canada's for Great Old Foods Pork Commission CE. Serving the people of Solid Foods has been my commitment. From being a lifelong resident to serving 37 years in law enforcement, while also serving on the Lafouche Amulets District and the Lafouche Fire District Number 3 boards, I feel that I can bring a fresh business sense to the Port Commission. So on March 25th, please vote for me, Dean Sabwa, for the Great Lafouche Port Commission seat E. Early voting starts from March 11th through the 18th, paid for by Dean Sabwa Campaign Fund. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. 
Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. Gambling can be exciting, but it can get out of control. If you choose to gamble, you should have a solid game plan. Set a budget, know your limits, use licensed regulated operators, and bet responsibly. If you're struggling with problem gambling that's disrupting your life, you're not alone. Call the Louisiana Problem Gamblers Helpline at 1-877-770-STOP. This confidential referral line provides help 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Get ready, Greater New Orleans area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show, is coming for two big days only this weekend at the Pontchartrain Center on Williams Boulevard. Show hours are Saturday 9 until 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealer tables available. Full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun, books, camouflage, jewelry, and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission is just $10 for adults and $2 for children ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns to sell? Be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show. Thousands of buyers will be there. Instant Background checks available for gun purchases. The big one, the great Southern Gun and Knife Show. Show hours 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 till 5 on Sunday. Come to the Pontchartrain Center on Williams Boulevard to exercise your right to keep and bear arms. While you're there, be sure to register for the $50 restaurant gift card. See you there at the big one. Sure as shooting, don't miss it. Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Gisclair here. We go to the phone lines one more time and we spend our Terrebonne General Tuesday interview on a Thursday with Mr. Stan Gravois, who's on the line now. Stan, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Hey, Casey. Doing well. Hope you are too. I am, man. It has been a good start to the day. Heck, they got March Madness on the TV, so it's always a great day whenever that's going on. Let's talk some local high school baseball for a second, my friend, because, man, We've got some teams that are playing well, of course. We've chronicled that. But at the end of the day, and I was looking at this and I was doing this research this morning, boy, we've got also a lot of local teams who are in Division One non-select. And guess what? Division One non-select is brutal. When you start breaking it down and you're seeing West Monroe 17-1, Barb's 18-0, Sam Houston's 14-0, Natchitoches Central's 14-1, that playoff bracket, though we've got great teams here, is going to be loaded with great teams from all over. You know, one team that we talk about a lot, and this is a Division II team, Lutcher, just because they're going to be in this local district, went and played Sam Houston. Now, Lutcher's really good, right? They won a state championship last year. They got smacked by Sam Houston like 14 to nothing. So can you imagine 
while we're sitting here talking about how great baseball is in our fire region, and it is good. Again, I would debate that it's the best baseball we've ever had in the fire region as a whole. It's still good other places too, right? I mean, there's some teams that are really, really good. And if you're just unfortunate enough to be in that Division One bracket, not only that, if you could take the Division One select and the Division One non-select and put that together, I'm not sure there's a better baseball sort of bracket that would be held in all of the United States. I mean, it's 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 awesome when you consider the Catholic League schools in the non, excuse me, in the select division, and then this non-select with all of the schools you just mentioned. Really amazing, and again, unfortunate that we have some of our quote-unquote smaller teams playing in that division, but I guess it's something we're just going to have to get used to saying. We had Butch Terrio on earlier in the show, and he said that it is about ready to be a monumental occasion over on campus because the home of Christian School Warriors on the softball side, one of the best teams in the state in their classification, playing beautiful softball to start the year, are about to open up their on-campus home park the Warriors are 14 and one Butch said man like we're super excited a lot of work's going into this and it's a team that's going to be playing at that park that has won a game 31 to nothing earlier this season that scores 10 12 runs every time they play so boy folks out there are going to get a show at a brand new facility you know what the challenge for Christy Crowdis head coach of Homer Christian is to keep her girls focused because Man, especially in their district, which I know they're only playing everybody once. There's just nothing out there for them. There's there's no there's no competition. You know, you talk about peaking at the right time and this and that. She's looking around and trying to find those teams that are gonna really give her some kind of competitive edge when it comes to playoff time. And I'm not quite sure she's got very many of those on the schedule. And that basically is calling out a lot of our local area because they're going and playing like 5A teams from the Bayou region and just not having any kind of competition whatsoever. So, yeah, it's a very good team. As far as the facility goes, actually was there just the other day. Uh, the Community Sports Institute here at Terrebonne General is the dugout sponsor. That's a new one for me, but, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. We're the dugout sponsor for that new field. We helped to build those dugouts, and they wanted to put something on the dugout, so we were out there kind of deciding what to put. And it's really nice. I mean, the dugouts are big and vast, and Christy played collegiate softball. She knows what it's like. She knows what she needs for her kids to have that sort of edge. Yesterday, she took all of her kids to see LSU and Southeastern play softball, although it was lopsided. I think she knows that she needs them to see that level of competition. So they're doing everything right. I agree. You know, Butch talked about it being a big occasion. It certainly is. And if we have that one team in the area that we think can make the deepest run of all others, it would be the uh, the Homer Christian softball girls. Let's talk a little bit of Southland Conference for a second. That's an area that we talk about, but usually not extensively. But, man, crazy things are happening. Stan, you got on the men's basketball side, you got Will Wade who's coming in. He's going to be over at Lake Charles. There are a lot of rumors and whispers that Austin Clonch is interviewing just about every place that he could interview, trying to figure out a, another spot for him post-Nichols, potentially. He's still the Nichols coach for now, but... He's reportedly been offered the job at Idaho, and he's a finalist at New Mexico State. He may have his pick, so they may be looking. 
Some interesting things happening in the Southland Conference. First, your thoughts on Will Wade, and then your second, as it looks like Austin Clonch is sniffing around, and the Colonels may be hiring both a men's and women's coach this coaching cycle. Yeah, well, Will Wade, I think obviously everything that's happening at McNeese was predetermined. <clears throat> the, the interesting thing is, and, you know, we've all said this in the last couple of days, if Will Wade would have done what he did a few years later, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. I'm not telling you he's a great guy and he followed the rules when he was doing it, and he probably did. But now that's the way of the world with collegiate basketball. So that being said, I guess you're afforded a little bit of latitude. I, I think the whole deal was is he says, hey, we're going to hire you as our coach. We're going to suspend you for five games. We're not going to pay you as much because of that. But we're also hoping that the NCAA understands because I think Bill Self, yeah, it was kind of the same situation with Kansas with Bill Self. So I get all of that. And, you know, it may turn out to be a very smart move by McNeese State because he knows the area, obviously. He knows the state of Louisiana. Uh, it, it could be something really good for McNeese. As far as Austin Clunch goes, the first I had really heard of him maybe moving on was reading your article. And I thought, huh. But then why should we be surprised? He's had some sort of success there at Nichols, although this year I can't quite figure out the team. There has been some success, and he gets guys, right? He gets, like, he gets studs. And so I, I could see somebody taking a chance on him, and maybe there comes a time when Nichols just can't match the resources. I can't imagine that Idaho doesn't have more resources. So I, I think we probably have seen the last of, of, of him here. And you mentioned that, that the Southland Conference, this is interesting. Nichols played Mississippi State a couple of nights ago in Biloxi at, the, at, the, you know, at one of the forum club fields. And just in speaking with Coach Silva, Coach Silva was mentioning that they have to play Nebraska twice today. They actually started at 11 this morning, if I'm not mistaken. They have to play Nebraska twice today and once tomorrow to get back in town. They can't play in Omaha, so they're playing the University of Nebraska in Manhattan, Kansas, which is crazy enough. And it's all because they didn't realize with the conference that they were going to have to make sure that, you know, because an incarnate word in Lamar was supposed to be out, but they're back in. So it messed up the whole schedule. So in these, like, at the end of last week and this week, he's having to jam everything together so that they can fit the conference slate in there. It was really – and to make matters worse, there's a winter storm going on in, in Omaha, so Nebraska, again, is meeting them in Manhattan to play. So, yeah, I think it's a really good conference, and I think that overall for all sports it's good for Nickel State. But, boy, there's a few things they got to iron out and make sure that they get some consistency in that conference. No doubt. Let's talk some LSU baseball, then we'll dive into some Saints talk. The Tigers are opening up their first SEC series on tomorrow, 6 o'clock on the SEC Network. They're out in Coltsville, Texas A&M, College Station, taking on our beloved Aggies. Look, we had Butch on earlier in the show. He said, hey, I talked to Gavin Dugas, and Gavin Dugas said, we're approaching SEC play the same way that we approach non-conference play. We don't care who's throwing. We're going to wear them out. We don't care, you know, what the opponent's strategy is. We've got lineup guys one through nine that could all hit. LSU's confident going in. I know it's going to be tough. The SEC's brutal. A&M's the number 11 team in the country. 
But I just think that over the course of a three-game series, LSU is going to get into your bullpen, see a lot of your bullpen, and wear out your pitching. Curious to see how it looks over the, in College Station the next couple of days. I'm curious to see how it looks simply because somewhere along the line, Jay Johnson is going to have to settle on a lineup. I'd hate to think that there are like three or four guys in that lineup who are going to be sort of a rotation circus. I, I, I get it, you know, if you're lefty, righty, and how that all – boy, sometimes I just I, – I, those guys know a whole lot more than me, but sometimes I think you're just overthinking it. You know, you're having a guy who's hitting like three, you know, 67, and you're going to take him out of the lineup because he's not, you know, supposed to hit left-handed pitching or whatever. And I, that, that's the only thing. I hope that, you know, when you get to those few positions, you know, the pulp and all of that, you know, the pulp doesn't hit the ball well. Heck, you know, the catching position, you got Neil, who's probably, I guess, the better defensive catching, catcher. And then you got, uh, you know, the other kid, the Malazzo. Yeah, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, who is just spanking the ball right now. So, it's, to me, it's now – kind of settling on that lineup and having it the right way. We do know that Gavin Duga seems to be part of that, and that'll be a lot of fun to watch. And remember, I think it was last year, they started off with Texas A&M, and it was not a good series. So that sort of, you know, scares me just a little bit. We'll see. Texas A&M's not supposed to be great or anything. If they beat Skeens, i got to tell you, <laughs> if Texas A&M beats Skeens, then I'm going to rethink everything. But, boy, that Friday night, I think, is always going to be a win for LSU. And that certainly means you have a great chance of winning two out of three. And any college coach would tell you, if I could win two out of three in every series I play in my conference, I'll be a happy camper. Win two out of three every time you're going 20 and 10 and you're hosting a Super Regional every single year. Um, Exactly. One more college baseball little nugget here. And this is just interesting. I want to get your, your perspective on this. Mississippi State is pondering the idea of starting the same guy on Friday and Saturday. And you're, you're probably wondering, what the heck are you talking about? They've got an ambidextrous pitcher who throws right and left. He's pretty good with both. They're thinking about making him their Friday night and Saturday night starter, righty one day, lefty the next. Boy, it's a unique world. And if he could pull this off, Stan... There's going to be money falling out of the sky. MLB teams are going to sign it. Like, this could be a potentially revolutionary thing that we're seeing here. So, I didn't know anything about this guy about two weeks ago. And here at work, some guys were passing by the office. And one guy who loves baseball, Louis Jimenez, he's a guy who works here, goes to just about all of the Nichols games. He lives in Thibodeau near uh, Didier Field. Told me about that. And I immediately went to, you know, YouTube and looked it up and was like, that is awesome. I'd never heard that before. I can remember when Abbott, who was the one-armed pitcher who pitched in the majors and pitched for Michigan, I think it was, you know, he'd always flip off his glove and stuff. Well, you actually saw the, the guy from Mississippi State within a single game switch up his pitching depending on the batter. And you're like, that's awesome. I did not realize that they were considering starting him two times. Obviously, I mean, it could be sort of a fatigue thing on the body itself, maybe not as much on the specific arm. I'd love to see it. I think that would be great. Or maybe if he doesn't make it in Major League Baseball in his future, 
he could play for the Savannah Bananas. Yes. They would love to have him, you know? Yes, they could play for the Savannah Bananas. No doubt about that. All right, let's talk some New Orleans Saints. Man, I've been kind of lukewarm on the lo- on the offseason so far. Yeah, you get Carr. I think you overpaid. And I think in the process, you've seen some of your defensive starters walk out the door, and I think that stinks. Yesterday, you get Jonathan Williams. I think that's a really good move for the price. Three years and $12 million. I think that that's a bargain. So some good, some bad, and, I, and I'm, I'll, I'll go so far as to say this. The final grade of the offseason is going to come down to how well they draft. If they could get a couple of starters in the draft, plug in some of those holes, I think it'll be a good offseason. If not, it'll just be an average offseason. What do you make of some of the moves that the Saints have made in recent days? Just like you, I'm like, you know, okay, yeah, that ain't bad. It's like you're not getting overwhelmingly excited about anything. I was one of those, like, obviously, and we talked about this last week, I like Carr. I, I, I think he could be a good quarterback. I don't know how good, but he could be a good quarterback. But I'm in that same camp you're in by saying, boy, he paid a lot for him. But I had a friend tell me this week, uh, yeah, you could say that, Stan, but everybody, every quarterback in the NFL is overpaid, you know, if you really think about it. So I guess that there's that train of thought. I, I, I am pleasantly surprised. I, I would say this. Although I do think it's kind of like not been stellar yet related to how, you know, the Saints things fall in line. And I do agree that the draft's going to be big. I do like that there are players out there that it really seems like want to be here. I was worried that there might be sort of this exodus, and it was maybe following in the pattern of Sean Payton where just want to get out of New Orleans. And that doesn't seem to be the case, even with Dennis Allen. It seems like there's some guys who want to play here. Uh, the Michael Thomas news, it depends on who you are. But from a standpoint of what his potential is, that was actually pretty good news. So I am excited that guys are interested in being in New Orleans. And, yeah, that draft's going to be huge. That draft's going to be huge just within the NFC South. I think it's, you know, who in the NFC South has the best draft might very well be the team that wins the NFC South. Because usually you're not talking about that much of a gain and, you know, how good you are. But it's, you know, everything is relative and that particular division and I think that there's a good chance that whoever has the best draft maybe has the best team in the NFC so so give me some insight man like do you guys have a little office bracket challenge who did you pick as your national champion like I could tell you right now my I, I don't have any confidence in my in my uh, bracket at all I got Alabama winning at all I think that they got the best a game of everybody not sure how often they could bring their a game which is the problem who do you have as your champion, and uh, do you have an upset or two along the way that you'd like to share? First time in years I'm not doing a bracket at all. It has not been nobody in our department, and usually I do one with the high school coaches in Terrebonne Parish. We do it kind of, we email each other the bracket, and, you know, we'll put up a few bucks. And listen, I told you all I'm not a gambler. It's probably like at the most we've ever each put up was five bucks. Nobody was kind of doing it this year. It's like there's not the, not necessarily not the interest, there's not the confidence. <laughs> like, you say it. like, I don't know how to fill out this bracket, so I'm just not going to do it at all. I, I would agree with you from what I've seen when Alabama's good. Alabama may be the best team in the country. I'm worried about the SEC because those teams are good sometimes, and they're just not good sometimes. Uh, 
You know, it's funny. I happened to see Purdue a couple of times this year. When Purdue's good, they're good. And I thought, maybe I'd take a shot at Purdue. And then everybody's saying, Purdue's not even going to finish in, like, the top four in their bracket. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm sort of with you. I like Alabama from the standpoint of, first, in my heart, it's an SEC school. And second, when they are good, when they show up, I think they can be the best team in the country, but there's some problems there with them. Uh, if I had a dark horse, I had the occasion uh, two weekends ago to see Marquette play, and I'm not an aficionado by any means with basketball in general, but certainly not on the collegiate level. But I was very impressed with what Marquette was doing. And uh, so maybe a Marquette might come up and surprise somebody along the way. At one point, I was kind of on that bandwagon with Houston, and then all of a sudden, it's like, ah, they've kind of looked pedestrian as of late. And the final thing I'll say is, and I hate picking a blue blood. Duke's hot. You know, yep. I know you hate Duke probably, but Duke's really hot, and obviously they play good competition. So I don't know. Maybe Duke's going to be in that number, too. No, I agree. Duke is hot. They're playing their best ball, and I think that that matters in a tournament that's wide open. Very quickly, one last thing for you. Uh, Butch and I have talked about this. Josh Smith and I have talked about this. Joe and I have talked about this. Have you watched the World Baseball Classic much, man? Look, look, the crowds are big. The emotions are high. The Puerto Rico-Dominican Republic game yesterday was great. Like, we get these Latin America countries, these South American countries playing. There's so much emotion. And then you watch the United States, and it's like, we don't want to be here at all. And, yes, they did advance yesterday. They beat Columbia 3-2 to two. They were favored to win that game by six and a half runs. They won by one run. They barely and struggled past Great Britain, who doesn't have any major leaguers. Stan, what's going on, man? Why can't we find any American pride? It's the American pastime, and our dudes are just twiddling their thumbs, just wondering, hey, when can we get back to our MLB teams? We don't want to be here. Well, you know what's interesting is this Trout, who had a great game and I think had every RBI in that game for the American team, made the comment that it's the most fun he's ever had playing baseball. And I'm going, it, it just doesn't sort of seem like it. And Betts actually made the comment, too, this is a blast. Like, they're having fun. But maybe that's why you're not winning because you treat it as a sort of before spring training, let's just go out and do whatever we have no pressure on us and maybe you do need it that focus a little bit i know this when seth Thibodeau was head baseball coach at Nichols, he would take that team to the dominican and he told me it only would take you one trip not even one trip one day seeing what they do there and how they value baseball as compared to america and you would say i get it and he said, they're just a microcosm of all of South America. He said, they're, heck, they're even a microcosm of Canada. Like, there's some places in Canada that it's revered to play baseball. I can remember we had a bunch of pitchers coming down to play collegiate baseball all across the country from Canada. So I think that's the difference, especially when you talk about Venezuela and Colombia, and obviously the Dominican and Puerto Rico. They just – they. It, it's what they do from the time they're a kid, and they don't swim. Well, I'm sure they swim casually, but I'm talking about competitively. They don't play football. They don't, you know, are not at the next level in basketball. So we just have all of these things in America, right, from video games to whatever. 
and baseball is just one of them. Over there, baseball is the thing. So if anybody's expecting us to sort of like turn the table and be this power in that particular tournament, I, I just don't think it'll ever happen. Yeah, no, I agree with that. My friend, we thank you so much for the time. We'll chat again on Saturday, okay, partner? Thank you, Casey. Everybody take care. Yep, have a great day. That's Stan Gravel with Terrible in General doing an excellent job. As always, love to hear his thoughts and his commentary on different things happening in the local world of sports. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to talk maybe some NBA, <clears throat> maybe some different things. We'll get you updated on the March Madness scoreboard. We've got about 15 or so minutes left of airtime. And we'll spin them wisely. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The music on the bayou. The all-new Raging Cajun 102.7 FM. You're listening to KLEB. 1600 AM and K274DE 102.7 FM Golden Meadow. The music on the bayou. The Raging Cajun. 1600 AM, KLEB and 102.7 FM. Do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We've got 
a free segment here. We'll be talking about some different things happening in the world of sports. Um, we have confirmation, by the way, and it's not good news if you're a Mets fan. <clears throat> Edwin Diaz, their closer, um, who got injured yesterday celebrating with Puerto Rico after they beat the Dominican Republic in the World Baseball Classic, is out for the season. Um, he tore his patellar tendon in his right knee during the celebration. He will have surgery and will miss the entire year. That's a big blow for the Mets, man. Like that's a look. I'm a Braves guy, so you know, hey, this hurts my biggest rival. But this sucks, man. Like that sucks. I I don't want to celebrate my team prospering off of somebody else's injury. That that sucks, and that hurts the Mets, man. That hurts the Mets. They counted on Diaz so much, like not just three out saves, but he would get five out saves and six out saves, sometimes even seven out saves. He was a huge piece of what they do. And their bullpen now just isn't going to be the same. I mean, they've got David Robertson, who's pretty good, and they've got you know some different guys who are pretty good, right? But there's a difference in being pretty good and being Edwin Diaz, which is a guy last year who was absolutely elite. That's a big blow to them. That dude had a 1.31 ERA and 118 strikeouts as a relief pitcher last year. That's a big blow. <laughs> and then you start dealing with knees and surgeries, and you don't know how that thing's going. He, like, I don't know. That's just a big blow to a dude that they just gave a huge contract to. NCAA tournament today. A uh, lot of games happening today. Well, duh, just clear a lot of games happening today. Half of the field will be playing today, as always. In the second half, West Virginia leads Maryland 44-38 in a 9-versus-8 matchup. West Virginia's the 9, Maryland's the 8, 44-38, uh, 16 minutes to go. At halftime, number 4, Virginia leading number 37, Furman. Just underway, Missouri leading Utah State 12-6. As we go off the air, Kansas will be taking on Howard. Alabama will be taking on Corpus Christi later on. San Diego State will be taking on Charleston later on. Arizona and Princeton at 310. Arkansas and Illinois at 330. Then a whole slate of games at night. Some games that I'm looking forward to most today. I think Illinois and Arkansas is going to be great. Just from the perspective of Nichols, I want to see Corpus Christi play Alabama. I think Corpus Christi is going to get hammered. But I'm just curious to see how that one shakes out. Uh, then there are some other games. Obviously, Duke and Oral Roberts should be pretty exciting. You know, the Cajuns played Tennessee, so all that good stuff. Let's talk about our report over in Bayou Sports, which said that Austin Claunch is leaning towards taking another job with some of the other programs that are courting him. He's been offered reportedly the job over at Idaho and is looking like he may be trying to plan his exodus from Nichols. <laughs> we were told yesterday that the athletic department and Thibodeau is is making provisions that Clunch may not be there next season. Um, he is expected to accept the position in Idaho that has been offered to him, but he's also kind of leaning back a little bit because he's also a finalist for New Mexico State, and so he may have his pick of jobs. Clunch was ninety and sixty, and, or has been ninety and sixty in five seasons at Nichols, and he's won two regular season Southland Conference championships. So I give it to you real here on this show. Austin's trying to get out because Austin knows Nichols is not going to be as good next season. And look, that's not a knock. That's not a criticism. 
That's just the business. When you're a smaller school coach with aspirations of going upward, so much of going upward is the timing with which things happen for you in your career. There are a lot of guys who early in their career go to a mid-major or you know a non-power five school. They win 20 games or whatever, and <clears throat> they say, all right, let's run it back. I'll, I'll come back. We'll try to do better because the thinking being, hey, well, if I could get my team into the tournament and we can make a sweet 16 run, then who knows? You know, maybe... Just maybe, you know, we could, um, I could get a, you know, a big power five job. Sometimes that works out. Sometimes you come back and you go 15 and 18 and then you're stuck. And that's, I think, where Austin is right now. Is it, Look, I think he has aspirations of moving up. And it's not to say that by being at Nichols, you're stuck. That's not at all what I'm trying to say. Please don't take it the wrong way. I love the university. Do a lot of work for the university. What I'm trying to say is he knows he's got a, a big group of seniors. He knows that next season and beyond, it might be a little bit of rebuilding, but he's got to go on the recruiting trail. He's got to hit the road. He's got to try to secure some prospects to keep that team afloat. And the conference is only getting better. The next couple of years, they might be, just be a middle-of-the-pack team. Then in which case, you're not getting those offers from Idaho and New Mexico State anymore. So I think he's just seeing this Timing-wise, it's either I get out now or I'm going to have to stay in Thibodeau like another two or three seasons before getting that team that could get me 20-plus wins that I could then move forward. So I think the timing of this all is the reason why Austin is so interested. It's not that he's disgruntled. It's not that he doesn't like the AD. It's not that he doesn't like Thibodeau. It's not that he's having problems. It's none of that. It's just the timing of the situation. He sees, hey, it's probably the right time for me to make this move, and I think that's the reason why he's looking at other programs so heavily. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we're going to give you some betting picks. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Hi, my name is Reggie Lede. I am running for the Greater Lafourchepore Commission, CE. I'm number one on the ballot. With 31 years of experience in the oil and gas industry, from the drilling rigs in the Gulf of Mexico to managing one of the largest shore bases in Port Fouchon, I am a proven leader and focused on our future. I humbly ask you, my constituents of the 10th Ward, for your vote on March 25th with early voting beginning March 11th through the 18th, paid for by the Regula Day Campaign Fund. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Cola, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. 
Terrebonne General Health System is the largest healthcare resource in Southeast Louisiana, offering a high-tech and high-touch style of healing. World-renowned services include cardiology, women's health, cancer care, and a healthy lifestyle center. This is a true calling for all the physicians, nurses, and staff who make up our proud Terrebonne General family. We are here to provide health care for our community. To discover more, please visit tghealthsystem.com. One more segment to go. We'll get you some betting picks, and then we'll get out of Dodge here. It's play-by-play. We thank Butch Terrier for the time. We thank Stan Gravois for the time. We thank you all for the time. Very quickly in the NCAA tournament with 12 minutes to go, West Virginia leads Maryland 49-41. to With 19 minutes to go, Virginia leads Furman 34-27. to With 13 minutes to go in the first half, Missouri leads Utah State 14-6. to some betting picks that I like. You got to move very quickly on this first one because the game starts in six minutes. I like Kansas minus 21 over Howard. Um, let's be real here. Howard has had a nice season. Howard is playing some good ball coming in. Howard doesn't have the athletes to compete with Kansas. It is what it is. If there are any Howard fans or any Howard grads who are listening to the show, my apologies in advance, but you played Kentucky earlier in the year and lost by 32 Kansas is better than what Kentucky is by a lot. Kansas is going to put it on you today. You're going to get knocked out today. Um, Give me Kansas minus 21 and a half over Howard. Tonight, I like Auburn minus one and a half over Iowa. I just think Bruce Pearl is a great single elimination coach. I think they're going to get the win over Iowa. Tonight, I like over 121 and a half for Houston and Northern Kentucky. I like the over for this. For the same reason why I like the over for a lot of Houston games. I always pick over in Houston games. Because there's this idea amongst betters that, oh, Houston's so good on defense that the game's going to go under. Well, that's that's cool. But when Houston plays subpar competition, they score 80 or 90. In which case, it's easy to go over 121. I think Houston's going to score 82, 83 points. The other team's only got to score 40 to carry the over. I'm looking at an 80-something to 50-something game, and I'm looking at an over. Um, I think that another good bet tonight will be taking Baylor minus 10 over Santa Barbara. I think that'll be a good one, and that's the only one that I got. Or excuse me, that Baylor-Santa Barbara game is actually tomorrow, so my apologies. That'll be a pick for tomorrow. In the NBA today, there are a lot of games and some games of interest. I like... Um, over 238 for the Kings and the Nets. The Kings don't play defense. The Nets don't play defense. I like an over there. I like um, the Phoenix Suns minus eight over the Orlando Magic. The Magic are tough, but the Suns are getting healthy and are playing well at the right time. I also like a parlay of taking the Nuggets, taking the Bucks, and taking the Suns, and parlaying that all together into a money line bet that I think will cash out. It's not great odds, but I think it'll cash out. I think all those teams are going to get wins. So that's another one that I like today. We're going to put a pin in it today. I'm done for the day. Hope that you all enjoy your March Madness. That's where I'm going. I'm going to get lunch, and then I'm going to watch the NCAA tournament for the rest of the day. No shame in my game. That's what I'm doing. I'm sitting my behind on the sofa, and I'm watching TV for the rest of the day. 
We'll be back tomorrow. Turtles coming on tomorrow. Couldn't get Taylor today. He was at a conference, but Turtles coming tomorrow. We're trying to get Damian tomorrow, trying to get Chandler tomorrow. Should be a loaded show tomorrow. You've been listening to Play by Play on KLEB. Have a wonderful rest of the day. God bless you all. See you same time tomorrow. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.